0: is a Boardwalk Audio podcast.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex in the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host/slash tour guide through the whole six seasons of Sex in the City. Now, for those of you listening for the first time, we'll be watching through the entire series, and each week I'll have a new guest to join me. Now, this week we have a great guest for you, the lovely Amber Nelson, and we'll be watching season two, episode three, entitled The Freak Show. Now, if you like what you hear, I want to show us some love. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City. I really feel like our meme game is stepping up a little bit. Or you can find us on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to flourish, flourish, flourish. Now, if you have any thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Now, question for you, ever wonder how Miranda found time to go out on all those dates and be a full-time lawyer? Well, before Magda, she probably used a house cleaner. Handy is a website where you book top-rated professional home cleaners. You can even book handymen to assemble furniture or mount some shelves. So go book a cleaner today and save by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash handy. The show is brought to you by BoardWalk Audio, and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts, so head over to BoardWalkAudio.com to check them out. And if you like the show and want to support it, the best way to do so is by shopping. Just go to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Cosmos, click on the Amazon logo to the left, and start shopping. We'll also put a link in the show notes. All right, well, enjoy the episode. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll. Well, welcome. Yay. Cheers. Cheers. This looks delicious. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City. Mm. Today, we are talking about season two, episode three, The Freak Show. And I have a special guest, Amber Nelson. Hi, everybody. It's a delight. <laughs> it's a delight to be here. Um
0: I was going to say these cosmos look so beautiful and they remind me of this queen from back in the day and she would bathe in virgin's blood to be beautiful again and this always remind this looks like a, like a, the blood of a virgin that she would bathe in you know it's like fizzy and light
1: <laughs> well no one has ever given me a compliment like that before <laughs> ooh it's good strong too Ooh. thank you mm the blood of a virgin she would and
0: the older i get the more mm. i get it <laughs>
1: Did she drink it, too? Probably some wet
0: in her mouth. You know, if she's already bathing in it, why not?
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it tasted as good, though.
0: You know, probably not. But no. vodka makes everything taste better. That is
1: true. <laughs> um, so, Amber, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, well,
0: I just moved to sunny Los Angeles. Woo I live on um in the Hollywood area, right by the Walk of Fame, so everyone's insane. Um I came from New York, was there for twelve years and I'm excited for Sex in the City because this show like made me miss it. You know, in a good way though.
1: Yeah. I love New York.
0: Oh, it's so just ma- it's magical to like be there and experience it, but not in the blizzard. You know. Yes, that's pretty much why I moved away. Oh, yeah. I one time had to walk from, there's a subway stop to my house, and it was about a 20-minute walk, and there was a blizzard, and the snow was up to people's knees. And I was doing prop comedy at the time, and I had this <laughs> giant suitcase of, like, wigs and balloons, and I was, like, walking through. I was like, you're never
1: doing prop comedy again. <laughs> so you're a comedian. Yeah. hey. Cool. Well, let's talk about the episode. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So kind of let's start with a recap of what happened. So the show starts out with Samantha on a first date with this dude Harrison. And then, you know, things are going well. Mm -hmm. And he takes her back to his lair. Fancy pad. (laughs) We're supposed to
0: all love him. But the whole time we're like, "Uh uh-oh, what's going to happen?
1: Right. Mm Because, I mean, the title is The Freak Show. Yeah. So obviously. Something wild. But the first like faux pas he does is he mentions her age. Yeah. Speaking of the old queen with blood, <laughs> he does. He mentions her age. Yeah, that's like a no-no. Yeah, it's a no-no. And like
0: forties, I don't consider old. I mean No. It's pretty young. I and, and then dude that's like thinks that or dude or woman that thinks their forties is old, it it makes me feel sad for them, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, how old was he? I
0: mean, exactly. Same fucking age. Yeah. But he's not old. He's in his prime. And I flip the table over.
1: (laughs) I I think that that's literally from Sex and the City at some point. Probably. Those same words. (laughs) 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 They're the same fucking age. Yeah, it's so stupid. So anyway, so she's like, okay, I'm going to go freshen up. Like, Mm. she needs a moment. Mm. And um, when she gets back, though, where is he? Oh, he's in this little dungeon room, and it's like he's all chained up
0: and stuff, and he's like, spank me. (laughs) Yeah. And she leaves him. Super weird. That's a lot to just kind of pull out on a first date. I'll say that. Especially, I mean, I've never done BDSM stuff, but I've spoken to people in the community, and they're all like, yeah, it's about trust. Like, the person's tied up because they trust the partner so much they won't abuse them, and it really takes a while to get to that level. So I imagine the first date doing that. He's got to be crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't feel like that would really happen no. in that type of situation. But at the same time, may, maybe he knew that this was only going to be a first date, so maybe. he was kind of like, "Why not? Why not?" It's like
0: uh, what's that movie? The rich guy that's into BDSM. What's that called? <laughs> the the <thing. laughs> Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades of Stupid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's the opposite because he want to get spanked. And for some reason, that's nasty.
1: Yeah, I um, <laughs> I know this one guy who has experienced like BDSM before, and he told me this crazy story about like drinking pee.
0: <gasps> he drank the <laughs> pee. No, oh, someone else drank his pee. Someone drank his pee. <gasps> oh my god, I feel like I, you got to taste your own pee to know what they're doing, you know, or otherwise it's kind of mean. Yeah. Well, he said he felt really bad yeah. about it.
1: Like he didn't really like it. <sighs> And that was like, I think his one experience yeah. with that.
0: We're going a little too far. I just tasted my pee once. It's very, it was thick, <laughs> salty. What, was it like a survival thing or? I was just bored and I was like seven, you know, I was like, I, I peed in a cup and just took a sip and I was like, nope.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's right. what you do when
1: you're seven, you're exploring. I think when I was like seven, I probably tasted a booger. Yeah. I didn't like it.
0: You didn't like <laughs> it. That's why you're not tasting boogers now.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> All right, on to the next thing. Uh, yeah, so she leaves because uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So then the next scene, they're like at a party, all the girls, and that's where we meet Mitchell Saylor. Oh. This is the one that Charlotte kind of dates throughout the show.
0: Oh, the one with the the, the, uh, the tongue?
1: <laughs> yes, Mr. Pussy. Yeah.
0: It was funny how they really leaned in. With his like, because he liked to eat women out, and the it was funny how they really were just like and watch him eat a grape and like lick it in the middle, you know. It was, it yeah. was like almost disgusting, but I I liked that they went that far with the humor. It's very funny.
1: Yeah, I mean, all the guys in this episode were very like one sided. Yeah, like we never really got to know anything about them.
0: But isn't it fun that finally the men for a chance are one sided?
1: I flipped the table over back. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and then then they're all there's like a bathroom scene where it's like the girls in the bathroom scene and mm-hmm. they're all just like chatting about boys, and then I love it when like this one rando woman like in a stall is like you must be talking about Mitchell Saylor, yeah, she knows, <laughs> yeah, just like do do women do that do like. Oh, like
0: pass around a dude and they're like, I fucked him. Good, yeah, good that you get to fuck him.
1: Or just like, just, you know, strangers. Like if, if you even heard uh, like a strangers talking about that, would you just like interject like if you knew who they were talking about? Oh, like my ex-boyfriend that
0: are like ex-lover? Yeah. You know, I find that the guys I've slept with in the past that were the best at sex were horrible human beings. <laughs> so if a girl was like, you know, I'm getting dick from this Russian bar back, you know, who gave real good sex sexy time. But he's a Russian barback and I'm surprised I'm alive. So I would just be like, don't do it, girlfriend.
1: Don't. You know? That's good. Yeah. You're like warning them. I would warn them. Like save, save themselves. <laughs> so let's discuss some wordplay. Yeah. With pun of the week. Pun of the week. There was a really good pun that Carrie says. About Mitchell Saylor, mm. uh, she says he's got good word of mouth. Oh, that's funny! <laughs> yeah. Did you catch any other puns in this episode?
0: You know what? I did, and I forgot. I'm sorry. I, I should have written them down. <laughs>
1: that's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, there were a couple, but I thought that was the best one. That, that sounds good. The writing's really funny on the show. Who would have thought? It I, gets
0: better. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen the show in years, honestly. And I saw it again, and I was, like, pleasantly
1: surprised at how it holds up. It does. hmm Yeah, I mean, that's that's why 20 years later, I'm, I'm going to do a podcast about it. <laughs> 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 because it still holds up. Mm-hmm. So Carrie, she decides to—I guess she's still, like, coming off of the breakup with Big, and they're not together. And he's not in this episode. Mm-mm. So no good Big, bad Big. So she decides to go on a couple of blind dates. And these are, like, the worst blind dates ever.
0: I'm trying to remember the the two of them.
1: There's three of them. Oh, actually. three of them. The first one is PJ, who does, like, makes documentary films. Yeah,
0: and he does, and he's like, I'm only in it for the money, baby. And she's like, but what about the seagulls? Because the documentary was on the seagulls. What are the seagulls? And he's like, I don't care about the seagulls. He's like, fuck the seagulls. <laughs> That's really funny to, like, see someone so angry about seagulls. Fuck the seagulls? Okay, dude.
1: Oh, it they're out there, though. Yeah? It's crazy. Yeah, um, my high school boyfriend, we were broken up at the time, thank goodness, but mm-hmm. I was in the car with him, and there was, like, a cute little row of, like, ducks crossing the street, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. Look at the ducks. They're so cute. He's like, I fucking hate ducks. What? He's like, they have diseases and shit. And I'm like, like, that was my Carrie moment where I was like, the clown music came in and I was like, oh, my God, I dated that guy. Yeah. Like, what? Like, That's who crazy. fucking hates cute rows of ducks? Yeah they look like little baby ducks. They don't have a disease yet. Give no. them a chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like we're rubbing the ducks on our face or something. It's like they're crossing the street. They're fine. And you know what? I get it. Ducks are really mean. Um,
0: I used to have some ducks in my behind my <laughs> house, and they're real mean, and they shit everywhere, and they'll
1: chase you and scream. But, you know, if they're just crossing the road, it's cute. Yeah. I just feel like anybody who, like, has, like, that kind of distaste for animals in general <laughs> like fuck animals it's like a little it's a lot yeah my brother used to have a
0: duck pet and he would ask my mom he was real young like four and he's like mom can I get a deer as a pet or whatever like some <laughs> other thing and then she was like no you got a duck as a pet and then he took a brick and then <gasps> bash its brains in I mean, he grew up to be like a swell dude, but that she was honestly like, and I thought he was going to grow up to be a serial killer, because
1: that's what serial killers do, you know? Yeah. That's, that's like one of the signs. Just torturing animals? Yeah. <laughs> at least that's what I learned on Dexter. I don't know. <laughs> okay. The second guy she goes on a date with, I i didn't catch his name, but the man with two faces.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, because she's in line at the movie theater, and then this couple's behind her, and he just turns around and like yells at them for no reason. Like, oh, he- you're
1: standing too close. Yeah. yeah. Like, crazy. Have you ever dated a guy like that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm just kind of walking with him. He's like, don't you fucking look at me! You know, like, and I'm like, well, I gotta go.
1: Yeah. It's it's scary.
0: Yeah, because you see, if they're going to do that anger on a stranger, then what's going to stop them from doing that to you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just want an angry man that can control his temper around me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, just be angry at, like... Like, world things.
0: Yeah, or put it into, like, playing guitar or ice skating or something.
1: Yeah, making it, like, a passion for other talents Mm -hmm. and stuff. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and the third guy is Max, who is a rich broker, and he steals cheap books. Yeah. Some people just like to steal, and I find that
0: wealthy people like to steal. Like, I was at a party, and it was a bunch of very wealthy girls, and I kind of had my room, my purse in this back room. And I was like, and they were all going in there to put their makeup on, which really means cocaine. So I was like, <laughs> that's like the lady word of her cocaine. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to get my purse. And I went and I just grabbed it before they started doing anything. My friend was like, no, I'm just going to leave my purse in there. And her purse got stolen. They like went through her shit and they left before she could like get them, you know?
1: I hate that. Yes. It's just, also, it's just, like, girl-on-girl girl action I hate, Yeah, too. what y'all doing? Yeah. yeah. Why? <laughs> Everybody be nice. Just be nice, please. Steal. Ugh. Yeah, I when I think of, like, rich people stealing things, unfortunately, I always think of Winona Ryder, <laughs> like, yeah. shoplifting. Free Winona. Yeah. Well, I think a
0: lot of people, rich people, are just, like, given things. So this is, like, they kind of want to get caught. And they want the th- like the thrill mm-hmm. of stealing. And if they get caught, it's like,
1: oh, don't you know my dad?
0: Yeah, you know, or whatever.
1: I um, I stole from a department store one time. Whoa! I know. I was I was like seventeen, uh-huh. and I I just wanted to see if I could get away with it. And yeah. I made sure I was still seventeen because I knew like if I was eighteen, the consequences of getting caught would be bigger. Yeah, you'd be
0: in jail getting fisted by now. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but, yeah, I did the whole thing where, like, I I had, like, a sweater I liked. I went to the dressing room. I put it on. I took the tags off, slipped it behind the mirror, like, put on the sweater, and then, like, put on my coat and then, like, walked out the door.
0: And oh, that's I, pretty good. And I got away
1: with it. Really? I did. That's great. Good and was, for you. It a, <laughs> yeah. It was a cheap sweater, too. Like, mm. it was, like, $15, but... I felt bad about it. Yeah, but I think
0: 17 and like young, that's like natural to like experiment with it, you know? When you're like in your 50s and you're stealing, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? Have yeah. you learned
1: this by now? You know? I know. I always felt really bad about that sweater. Yeah. I wish I bad. still had it though. <laughs> you have it framed. <laughs> yeah. This is the wind sweater I stole, guys. So, yeah, horrible dates. Let's go back to Charlotte. So, Charlotte. Ends up going on a date with Mitchell Saylor. They end up going back to her apartment, and she lets him do his thing. Mm. Oh, the lickety-split. The lickety-split. Yeah. <laughs> <The> lickety <laughs> that's a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she she thoroughly enjoys it. She
0: does, and that's, I think, the most I've ever seen her happy throughout the whole thing. It's just getting eaten out for, like, seven hours or something.
1: Yeah. And it's it's always so weird because I feel like there's been an episode where she doesn't let the guy go down on her. And now this whole episode is
0: all about it. Ooh, do you think it was so good that time that she's not going to, like, let somebody else mess it up? <laughs> Maybe. She wants to keep that memory for her.
1: Yeah, like, quit while she's ahead.
0: Mm. I always don't want someone down there. A, I don't have a nice-looking vagina, and, um, you know, I don't like it.
1: Wait a second. I mean, like, how? Like, have you compared it to others?
0: I have, actually. There was one time in college. It was me and three or four other girlfriends. We were all on a lot of ecstasy. And Mm. I said, uh, we were, like, in a locked room. And I said, hey, ladies, what if we got naked and stood over a mirror and gave compliments about each other's vaginas? And, you know, it started off great. And they were like, Tiffany, you're like a flower, like Rebecca. I love it. It's, like, blossoming. And... (laughs) And they get to me, and they're like, "Amber, it's interesting." Oh no! <laughs> I mean, they called it interesting. That's probably because they were jealous. Oh yeah, of how of how roast beefy it is.
1: Yeah, they were jealous. <laughs> they didn't know. Also, like, who cares about? Yeah, who cares them? I mean, they're not. I, I'm sure, like, like dudes don't care. Yeah, I think dudes just like a vagina.
0: Yeah. I'm just excited about it.
1: Yeah. I'm sure your vagina is like beautiful.
0: Thank you. I'm gonna wear crotchless <laughs> pants walking around.
1: <laughs> where can where's a country you can do that in? Crotchless it's, pants? Yeah. Probably like Amsterdam, you know?
0: Okay. Or like
1: New York City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I mean, where do they oh the um the guitar playing guy. He's basic well, he's just wearing little like
0: Oh, the naked cowboy. Yeah, the
1: naked cowboy. He just has
0: the he's wearing a thong and he has the guitar over his um right penis. Is he still out there? He's still out there. And there is a naked cow girl now. Oh snap. Oh snap a little bit different because the titties are up. You know, there's uh, nothing covering the nips. And granted there's the whole free the nipple movement, which you know, I'm fine with a woman who wants to go out there with the nips out, but she has it painted over. Um, But there's definitely some like Christian moms from Missouri that come in and are just like, (gasps) there just needs to be like, I'm fine with it, but just like give people like a hey. This is, well, I guess New York. You're coming into New York. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the hey.
1: Do the cowboy and the cowgirl know
0: each other? I see them like closest to each other. There tried to be another naked cowboy, and I saw Mm. the naked cowboy get in a fight with him. Not mm. a physical fight, but just like, you got to get that out of here, man. This is, that, is me.
1: Is that on YouTube somewhere?
0: Maybe. This was like, uh, maybe like seven
1: years ago. Just I like walking to see through that fight. It was, it was a very funny fight. <laughs> the guy was like slightly different. <laughs> I would want them to have like a song off, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, to determine who is the true naked cowboy. Yeah.
1: Like, I'd <laughs> want to hear some like by the fire songs, like camp songs. And-
0: oh, yeah. Have a little talk with Jesus. Have a little talk with Jesus.
1: That's a good one. I like that one. I'm trying to think of more Jesus songs, and my (laughs) mind is blank. (laughs) Okay, so Carrie decides to go to the park by herself and just be Carrie, and she meets a guy out in the world, Ben. Yes. And and they're just, like, sitting next to each other, mm -hmm. you know, and they have a little meet-cute. Though, so what, I don't really remember what gets them talking to each other. They're just, like, sitting there, like, looking at each other. And They're just two
0: other. attractive people. You know, yeah. hey,
1: you're hot. All right, you're hot, too. All right. You know,
0: if one of them were ugly, conversation wouldn't happen. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> so. But he's hot. He has this sexy, like, early 90s mm, sort of journalist vibe, you know? Totally. Yeah.
1: Yes. And, like. I feel I feel bad for Carrie because it's like if she hadn't gone crazy at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. She could have had him. But then we wouldn't have had a sex in the city,
0: you know? She would have been in a happy relationship, and it would have been boring.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he he could have been like Aiden. He could have been like the next Aiden. That's true. Or the first Aiden, really. Yeah, going in and out of it. Because he was finally like a cute, normal... Guy And she blew it. She did. But he's he's going to find a nice young lady. I can see it. Oh, yeah. Probably the next week.
0: The next week. And he'll marry her and be like, my ex-girlfriend. You know, she doesn't go through his room, and he'll be like, I love you. Yeah. It's like setting him up. I used to date this guy, and it was before I did stand-up, and he, but I did improv. And he hated the fact that I was, like, doing these shows at night. He hated the fact that I would, like, go in my room and kind of, like, write and think, you know? what (laughs) yeah he just hated it um he wanted to move way out um into the suburbs like way out in queens like an hour and a half two hours away from manhattan and uh, he broke up with me because he said i was too wild but then the next woman he met i think because she simply had some of her shit together and i'm sure she's a delightful person i'm sure she's wonderful but she wasn't like an improviser stand-up open micer, you know? Right. So he's like, I love you. They have a baby now.
1: <sighs> I mean, yeah. It, it just wasn't meant to be. It just
0: wasn't meant to be. I think the best thing that ever happened was him breaking up with me. Totally. Oh, yeah.
1: That guy sucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he and his new uh, wife and baby are having a great time. They They're more corporate, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they're having a lovely, boring life. <laughs> yes. I one time went to my corporate job and forgot to put pants on, so maybe I'm not meant for that
1: life. No, anything that's like crotchless, pantless, that's a life for you. That is. Yeah. Staying out late, doing shows. Heck yeah. Yeah. Too wild. Get out of here with that. Too wild. It's like you're doing improv. I'm sorry, but like... That's the tamest thing I could do. (laughs) Yeah. Improv.
0: Ugh. Improvisers are also corny. They either, like, you know, will dance funny at a party or have a body in the basement, you
1: know? That's true. Yeah. It's, it's, there are two extremes. Real extremes. <laughs> but most of the improvisers I know are, like, nerdy at heart, you know? Oh, yeah. They're just all, like, weird, like, theater geeks, you yeah. know, that love to get on stage. Hey, guys, we just need a suggestion of something wooden. <laughs> 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 a spoon? All right. <laughs> My Cosmo is hitting me. <laughs> I love it. This is delightful. Thank you. I know I don't even
0: usually like sweet drinks because I find them too sweet. Yeah, but this is like a perfect delightful dish.
1: Love it. Good. Thanks. Yeah, it's um instead of using like a cranberry cocktail which has sugar in it. Yeah, I just use like straight cranberry juice. So That's why it's a little tart. I like it, though. it's more tart than sweet. Does it have lime juice in it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. And some vodka? Yeah, vodka, Cointreau, lime juice, and a little bit of orange bitters. Well, hello, (laughs) my lady. Whoa. Yes. So let's talk about Samantha meets her random friend, Monica, on the street. And Monica is just this. Random lady we never see again. Mm-hmm. Um, but Samantha's like, hello, your, your face is glowing, Monica. And Monica, Monica's like, yes, I had the fat from my ass injected into my face. Yeah.
0: I love it. And I also love the fact that that woman was such a bad actress that she never came back. So we're like, get out of here. Because she's like, I just had the fat from my butt
1: put in my face. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. It was her acting. I felt like she said, ass in my face. Like, four times in yeah. 30 seconds. Oh my God. The whole episode, I wanted to be like, Kim Cattrall, you're
0: beautiful. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Yeah. And but, and I think she realizes that at the end. At the end, when she has all those red markers. I still remember the red marker scene. Like, when I saw it, I was like, wow. Because it's like such a visual representation of how the world sees you and your problems and what to fix. Yes, I just wish they had one of those for my personality, you know, (laughs) draw a line around. She drinks too much. Just cut that out.
1: (laughs) Well, will they cut off your, like, hand?
0: I don't know. I guess, like, if the soul,
1: uh. I don't know what I'm saying. Speaking of drinking. So, yeah, so Monica gets ass into her face, and Samantha's like, great idea. I'm going to go do that. So she goes to the doctor, and she has to wear this, like, girdle, mm. um, and she goes over to Carrie's house and is like, look what I'm wearing. Which is cute. It's like Spanx now. I think that was pre-Spanx. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that's, like, what
0: Spanx are that a lot of women wear. I wish I had a pair because I hear they're delightful.
1: Um, you can get like there's uh like a cheaper it's still Spanx, but mm-hmm. they make like a version at Target. Ooh. It's a lot cheaper. Okay. Because like I I was looking at um Spanx on the Spanx website and I'm like, damn, this is expensive. Really? Expansive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> anyway. Uh yes, totally. Um I'm gonna guess two hundred dollars? Uh it depends on um, there's so many different styles now. Whoa. But yeah, I do think there's one that's like up up there, like two hundred. But yeah, they're all like a hundred and fifty. I mean, it's the beauty industry. You can charge what you want.
0: You just tell women like you need this to be complete inside, and we'll just <laughs> throw your our money. People do. They do.
1: And like her, uh, Samantha's girdle had like a little pee hole too. She did. We're talking about crotchless stuff a lot tonight. <laughs> we are. Right then.
0: And she was like, "And for other things," and we we're like, "Oh, come on!" But
1: like, who's gonna have? Like, I wouldn't want to have sex wearing that.
0: Well, she said the Calvin Klein model. She was like, I had a Calvin oh, Klein right. model come over and we just had a
1: great time. So you fucked her through the Spanx hole. That's right. Forgot about that. I was an extra in a movie, and it was based in, like, the 1950s. And I ha- so I had to wear, like, full-on 1950s ball gown attire. Ooh. But they also made us wear um, the underwear Of, like, 1950s underwear. So I had to wear, like, this big girdle thing. Wow. But no one told me that there was a pee hole. Like, I didn't know. (laughs) So it was a for-real girdle. Yeah, it was for real. Like, it was, like, a 1950s (gasps) legit, like, yeah, everything was vintage. Wow. That must have been expensive. Yeah, it was, like, a... A big movie. That's great. Yeah. And it was super fun, but, like, nobody told me—like, I'd never worn a girdle like that before, so I had no clue. So I went, like, the whole day, like, peeing, like, one time. Oh, my God. Because I had to, like, get the whole thing. I took the whole thing off. It took me, like, 20 minutes to go pee. And then finally, the second time I had to go pee, that's when I realized that there was a pee hole. But at that point, I was like, fuck it. I just took the thing off and, like, hid it in a corner. And I was like—because they, they were like, yeah, we want you to wear the underwear so that you have the right form under the dress. Mm. And I'm like, it's, I'm you're not—I'm an extra. You're not even going to see me. Like, I'm like a shadow in the back of the screen. Mm. So who cares? <laughs> I stuck it in a corner. Really? And, yeah.
0: Well, that's like uh, Gone with the Wind. There was extras who—because the movie was like the biggest budget of all time back in the day. I think it was a million dollars, which is wild. And the extras were like, sir, I know we're going over budget, but why do we have these, like, ruffled, stiff petticoats that cost a lot of money? Why can't we just have regular whatever? And the director said, because I want you to know that they're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, so they're just like, because, you know, they're the women on the plantation just sort of fanning themselves. Right. So I think, well, for that movie, I'm sure that movie's different. I don't know. I don't know. But he just wanted these, like, delightful right. ladies.
1: Yeah, they, he wanted them to feel like rich right yeah, yeah. like usually the costume you put on but yeah and i got that too but also it's like i'm an actress i can still act like you can act <laughs> it you gotta go pee girl yeah I, I also wanted to breathe oh yeah
0: do you know people wore corsets so much back in the day that there was uh, if you took it off your insides would spill out of your asshole that's a real thing <laughs> shit that's a real thing, because women, they were told to like, take corsets off at a certain time, but you know, sometimes you don't wipe your makeup off when you go to bed. So say they like did that for a while, then if you took off the corset, your, ins- your at- insides will spill out of your asshole. So they always say to wear it.
1: Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Let's see. Charlotte, again, she thinks that she's now in love with Mr. Pussy. She's trying to make it a relationship. Yeah, because she's got the good the good tongue. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, I, I hate this conversation. She's, like, talking about, I was at camp one time. Yeah, it's like,
0: of course he's distracted. <laughs> that story sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible, stupid story. Even if I was into Charlotte, like, for more than— like, sex, I, that story is stupid, Charlotte. Like, who cares? I was always a red. Like, no one cares. No one cares. But it was clever when they were like, but we
0: stopped because it was supposed to resemble a war, you know? Yeah. I could, you could have said something about that, I guess. But, yeah, nobody wants to hear about your days at camp. You're like, okay, come on. Were you molested? Okay, no, I don't give a shit then.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and then, and then he like molests this fruit that comes. He does. It's so nasty. Oh, yeah, that's the fig. Can yes. never be in a room with a fig again. It's so gross. I mean, if
0: that's an entire like a man's entire persona, which it seems, it's pretty hilarious. I feel like they're out there. They're out there. I saw a man on the New York subway, and he had this, Um, this was a few years ago when when they finally got internet down there, so you can, in some stops, use the thing. So he's on this Bluetooth, and he's making a call, and he's like, all right, so you go in, go in, hold it, hold it. All right. Now, oh, to breathe. a breathe. Now hold it. Hold. It. I want you to stick it in. I want you to stick it in. Feel it. Feel it. Feel. Now breathe. Nope. Not yet. Not yet. And I'm like, he's like coaxing this woman to come. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he's probably getting paid for it. I hope so. I bet he enjoys his job. Yeah. It sounds like he does. He does. And it sounds like he doesn't even have to like, uh, meet up with them. He just talks to them over the phone. Yeah, no, that's a thing. Really? Yeah, that's a job. Wonderful. Yeah. No one gets hurt.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's just over the phone.
0: Wow. What do you think? I would pay, I mean, what would a woman pay, like 50 bucks for 10 minutes? Oh, no, not these
1: days. Not
0: these days. With this economy. <laughs> not in this economy. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what the going rate is for phone sex. Somebody write in. When I looked into it, you always had to have a landline. I'm <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> who is a landline anymore? Yeah.
0: You should get a landline just to be a phone sex operator.
1: It all crossed my mind. It's yeah. I mean, in what, my moments of desperation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's a landline bill? Like 10 bucks a month? Maybe? I mean, you know, you'd have a landline, so you'd have a lot of people being like, what the fuck? And I assume the FBI would come over and be like, why you she getting a
1: landline? I also think like a landline is such a rare thing these days. And when the apocalypse happens, like they're going to be like the only people that can communicate. You know? Yeah.
0: In fact, if you have to dial 911, because I took one of those classes where they teach you how to save people or whatever, like CPR stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Red Cross, blah. Yeah, blah. <laughs> Stuff that I'll forget in the heat of the moment. But
1: <laughs> Yes.
0: But uh, they said when you have to dial 911, do it from a landline because the landline is locked in that um, postal code,
1: Hmm. so
0: the dispatchers know exactly where to send you. You're calling that exact dispatcher. But if you have it on a cell phone, you're calling a greater dimension of dispatchers, like uh, people that have a a wider reach. So they're going to pass you over a few times to get the appropriate zip code.
1: Gotcha. This makes me want to get a a landline. Get a landline. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, like, have, like, a cord, a phone with a cord on it again, you know? <laughs> like, Terrence will be like, man, come here. I'm like, I can't. The phone won't reach that far. I'm on the phone. Anyway, so Miranda and Carrie go on a double date with Ben and his friend. So Carrie is with Ben, and then I don't catch his name, but Ben's friend, who apparently is, like, not left Manhattan in 10 years. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and I wonder if it's like literally just Manhattan, like just that borough. I mean, they make it seem like it's that borough. That's know? crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Like he's never gone to Brooklyn or nothing. I mean, that's Queens, like, or yeah, that's like meeting
0: somebody from Alabama, being like, "I'll never leave my hometown." It's the same thing. You want to like go and experience things. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> that is insane. I would walk away. Now that I think about it. I would walk away. I mean,
1: I have family like that. (laughs) Like, my brother will not get on a plane. Really? Well, especially now after the Southwest Airlines crashed. I mean, he won't—it's been—I think the last time he was on a plane was 25 years ago.
0: Wow.
1: I mean, it's spooky
0: as fuck, and I hate it. Yeah. I would rather take the Amtrak, honestly, and, like, get there a day later.
1: Yeah, but trains, man. (laughs) Well, there was a there was a train crash recently. There was. But I feel like if it crashes,
0: like I'm on the ground, I can just get out and run away.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, like I used to take the train from North Carolina to New York. Ooh. It's a long-ass train ride, like, well, 14 hours. Wow. What is that going, like 30 miles an hour? Oh, no. It's a long time. It's a long time. You could <laughs> take a megabus. Oh. Uh, I've heard that some mega buses have had bed bugs before. Whoa. I think that's, and that might be a rumor, but.
0: Maybe. I mean, I did take a mega bus with a guy drinking gin at 7 a.m., <laughs> doing a, making his own rap music up and didn't care who heard it. And yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, but you're stuck on the bus with that person for. Six hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's what, a $20 ticket? It is 20 or less. They started at
0: a dollar. Get the ride early, you know, as early as possible. You can get it for, like, a dollar. That is amazing. Pretty amazing. The thing I love about Megabus and Amtrak is you don't need your ID. And, you know, you can just fucking rock and roll.
1: Yeah. And and I feel like (laughs) on Amtrak, you can take, like, almost as – there might be a limit now. But I remember when I took it, there was no, like, limit to how much stuff I could bring. (laughs) Yeah, you could bring your whole house with you. Just put it (laughs) in the bottom of the train. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, oh, just, you know, one carry-on and, like, a big bag. It was – There was no... Nothing said a limit.
0: No, bags and bags. Yeah, people move cross-country on the Amtrak because they have, like, too many bags to fit on an airplane, but if they were to ship it, it would be far too expensive. So they'll take them and their 20 bags, and they'll get off
1: the the train. Like, putting, like, furniture on there.
0: (laughs) It's my sofa bed. (laughs) I used to uh, take the Megabus from, like, on the East Coast Mm -hmm. uh, because I would, like, tour around, and then I would like do a gig, say in like DC or Philly or whatever. And I would have like my rent money and cash from the gig, but I had to take a mega bus like six hours or whatever. Mm. So it meant like no falling asleep, you know, put the bag, sit by the window, put the bag right by the window. <laughs> just, Real careful and cautious, and as soon as you get out, there's a chase right there, and just like throw in the bank.
1: I would, I would probably stick it on myself somewhere.
0: You put some on yourself. That's you never put it all together because if somebody took the pile, then you're fucked. Right, you have to put some in your boot. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, some in your like, bra. Some in your bra, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, I, I remember putting like 60 bucks in my boot and like 50 bucks in my bra. <laughs> That's
1: right. Just all over me. It's really the boot mm-hmm. that you're always supposed to hide things in.
0: You do and then you get all nasty when you pull out the bank and you're like, no big deal.
1: <laughs> taking my boot money and put it in the it." Oh man, traveling. <laughs> it's tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Manhattan guy, right? Mm. Hasn't left Manhattan in 10 years. And he starts, like, talking to Miranda, basically, like, saying, like, you're crazy mm. for leaving Manhattan. And she's like, okay, I have to feed my my cat. I have mm-hmm. to go feed my cat. And she gets out of there. And then Carrie and Ben are back at his place. And he, she's like, oh, Ben, is there anything weird about you? And then he shows her this tattoo. Oh, it's really sweet. It's the
0: twitty bird. It was really sweet because it's, like, stupid weird. You know, he's not like, sometimes I talk to my celery. You're like,
1: what? <laughs> it like
0: shows a stupid tattoo.
1: I would prefer the celery. The celery talker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just, like, tattoos, I like, tattoos are fine on other people, mm-hmm. but, like, I, I can't. Ever get a tattoo? Oh, no way. If I could get it, if
0: I got a tattoo in high school, it would say My Way of the Highway on my tramp stamp back. (laughs) That's, I do not trust myself to get a tattoo. I was really into Limp (laughs) Biscuit.
1: My Way of the Highway. Yeah, I thought you were talking about that song. I guess that is, like, Life is a Highway. That's a different song. Life is a highway. (laughs) I want to ride it all night long. That's a good song. Yeah. But maybe you could have changed it to that. I could have just lied. Well, you could have gotten, like, My Way or The Highway, and then, like, they could have done some weird, like, highway. um, you know, changing it with the tattoo brush Oh, yeah. The pen. They can change. They can fix it. They can change things. I... I once stated a guy, yeah, I'm just weird with tattoos. I'm just weird, like, I don't like it when I go to those clubs and they put stamps on your hands. I hate that. I just I just don't like ink on my skin. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's going into my bloodstream or something. I get really weird about it. So so that's why I'm like, tattoos are fine on other people. I just, like, I don't judge. If you like it, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not on me. I get you. Totally. Yeah. But it's weird because the first time I ever dated well, I went on a date with this guy. We dated for like three years. And when I'm on our first date, he had like a sweater on, like a long sleeve sweater. And like we had such fun or whatever. And um I was like, Oh, I really like this guy, you know. And then the second date though, he wore like a short sleeve shirt and he had like his arms were full of tattoos. I was like, "Oh, hello!" Wow. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, this is new information." I mean, as long as they're not Nazi tattoos, this should be fine. No, they were teddy bears. Oh. <laughs> he had teddy bears on each of his arms. That's sweet. Yeah, it was cute. But yeah, he had like he didn't have uh, sleeves, but they it was like close. Yeah, he just had a bunch. Yeah.
0: Well, were they artistically done? Oh, yeah, they were, they were beautiful. That's great. He probably yeah. invested a lot of money in it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not for me either. Mm-hmm. Not into it. And also when you get the stamp on your hand the next day, you know, your work or something, and they're like, what did you do last
1: night? Woo. You know, it never comes off. Yeah, it does not And I scrub, too. And I try the alcohol thing, and it, t- it still takes like two three days.
0: Yeah, I try to do it on my wrist. Mm. Like, can I just do it right here? That's a good idea. I don't know. But I also don't want to be a diva about things. I feel like that's not diva. The diva would be like, don't you fucking touch me.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I like, you know, just do like those stupid wristbands.
0: Yeah. they yeah, those just like rip off. I can take it off at the end of the night. Totally fine. Yeah. Just don't tie them too tight so that I lose circulation. Mm,
1: well, if you, you should put like your two fingers down. Oh, yeah? Yeah, put your two fingers down on your wrist and then have them do it around your two fingers.
0: Interesting. There it is.
1: Yeah, and then it's not too tight. All right. That's great advice. It (laughs) seems like you've been partying a little bit. I really haven't. I I think I just came up with that. (laughs) So. There it is. There you go. Yeah, Tweety Tattoo.
0: It's silly. You know, it's one of those, like, all
1: I wish that on the other side, though, he had, like, a Tasmanian devil or something. Oh. She got, like, cute little matching ones. <laughs> yeah, so then they make love because mm. it's always make love on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next morning, though, he's like, oh, I have to go to my soccer game. Uh, you stay here for, like, two hours, and I'll be back. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking,
0: like, what's she going to do for two hours? Exactly. They didn't have cell phones back then. What's she going to do? Of course she's going to look through your shit. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Maybe he's asking for it a little bit. But I do think her standing on the bed with the box on the bed with, the th- like, a thimble to try to get in there, <laughs> yeah. that looks crazy.
1: It's <laughs> so crazy.
0: Yeah, but of course she's going to be, like, looking through a drawer, you know?
1: Yeah, you're going to leave. I mean, they've only been dating for a little over a week, You're gonna leave that stranger in your house for two hours. You're lucky she didn't steal something, okay, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she went a little bonkers, but I did, you know, I feel like anyone would look around. Like, what else was she gonna do? Of course. She's not gonna go back to sleep. (laughs) Like, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Um, It
0: depends on the time. If it's like 8 a.m. and he's like, be here for another two hours, be like, cool. And I would just go back to
1: bed. If it was that early. Yeah, but she—I think she was really excited about him. Mm. So I feel like she thought this was her moment. Like, I'm really excited about him. Oh, my God, he's going to be gone. I need to find out all I can. Yeah, because she said she didn't want to waste another six months of her life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she wanted to figure out now. And then we find out <clears throat> that she's the
1: freaky one. <sighs> What a bummer. But aren't we
0: all freaks inside? That's what she says. That's the moral of the story, right? Anybody who says they're not a freak and they're just totally fine, I'm like, you're the biggest freak, you know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, I'm aware. Self-awareness. Got to have self-awareness. I feel like it's okay to slip up sometimes, you know? A lot of people don't. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's, it's a good thing that people can work on. Um, let's see. Did we wrap up everybody's story? Oh, yes. Yeah. So there's the Pussy Man. Pussy Man, yeah. They obviously break up. Mm-hmm. doesn't work out because that's gross. Yeah. There's um, Samantha with the the surgery. Surgery, yeah. We talked about clowning, like the clowning music she looks like.
0: Mm. By the way, do you know that song? do 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 I hear that, um, and granted, a crazy person told me this, but I hear that uh, in ancient Greece, that was uh, played whenever people were tortured or eaten. Oh my God. But it was done with like deep, like deeper instruments. So we'd be like like, slower and deeper. And we like sped it up and made it a higher tune. So it's like funny. Was (laughs) it in a minor key? I think it was the same key, or maybe a minor key. Like, like this
1: is like, but if it was like, I'm not doing it right. Yeah, that's closer. Something. Yeah, just you just got to change that third minor.
0: But keep in mind, the person that told me this did pick up cigarettes off the ground and smoke them. So I don't know if he's right, but it sounds like a cool thing. Were they still in the pack? Oh, no, just like Stranger Cigarettes.
1: Oh, yeah, okay, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like still in the pack, understandable.
0: No, no, no. Uh, yeah. And then he tried to make out with me, and I was like, get the fuck. It was like in an acting scene. Oh, I was like, no. you cannot, like it didn't, had a- it didn't have a kissing thing in there. He's like, I think we should kiss. <laughs> I was like, this isn't a, what are you doing? This is a Sam Shepard play, dude.
1: <sighs> Which one? You remember?
0: I don't remember. That's fine. I think I just made up Sam Shepard. I forget what it was.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. I love Sam Shepard. Oh, yeah. Um, Very child great. All right. So that does it for our episode recap. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> now let's get into some of our segments. All right. So we're going to do Hottie of the Week. Hottie of the Week. Mm. All right. So who are we feeling? Let's see. We got Harrison, our BDSM guy. Mm. We have Mitch Saylor, Mr. Pussy. We have Ben, the guy that Carrie dates. That's, those are really the main three. Yeah? What about the guy that never left Manhattan? Oh, yeah. Is he not even involved? Because I was, I was looking at him. I was like, he's cute. He is, he's got that Italian thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the guy who never left Manhattan, but then if we're going to add him, we have to add uh, PJ, the fuck the seagulls guy, the man with two faces, and the guy who steals cheap books, who is actually very attractive as well. He
0: was. I was supposed to say the book guy. I mean, I'd fuck him, but I'd go to his house. He's not coming to my house.
1: (laughs) He's going to steal all your books. Yeah. Just the cheap
0: ones. Just the cheap ones. I would almost feel like, he stole that? It's cheap? No. Like, I wouldn't know something's cheap until he stole it. Yeah. <laughs> so, who do you think? Ooh. Hobby of the week. I'm definitely thinking the guy who never left Manhattan. I think he is super fucking hot. Um, <laughs> he showed me some stuff around Manhattan. You know, I would give him two weeks. Just be like, let's. I would be like, let's have a fling. Two weeks, we just go out on a few dates. I show us some like, stuff.
1: I feel like you're a high caliber woman. Like, <gasps> I feel thank like you. two weeks is like really generous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, maybe because maybe a week. We'll do it a week. <laughs> if we like, it, we'll do it another week.
1: I don't know who mine would be. I, I liked Ben. I think Ben might be my hottie of the week. Which one is that? He's the one that carry dates, like with the glasses and. The one with the Tweety Bird tattoo. Oh, he's so cute. And he's normal. Yeah, he's just a cute, normal dude. I would give him probably four months. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's good. But then he might be too boring or something. He'd
1: get too boring and probably a little clingy. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be... He he actually would probably say, I'm too wild for him. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you do too many improv shows. Like all these crazy podcasts you do. I can't stand it. Yeah, too wild. Just get an office job. And be my slave. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So hottie of the week was guy who never leaves Manhattan and Ben. Nice. Tweety bird Ben. Let's talk about some fashion. Uh, Let's discuss some crimes of fashion with our next segment. Who wore what? Why? Who wore what?
0: Why? Ooh, I would say I loved Carrie's outfit at the end. Something about, I think it was like an orange shirt and like a bluish bottom, but it looked very cute. Yes. Yeah, something you could wear today.
1: Yeah. Was it like 70-ish? I think so. I feel like this whole season, because she's got like her long hair, Mm -hmm. she's got this whole like 70s vibe going on. Um, oh yeah, like what that what um what do you call it a parka
0: or something? It's like a V and it's very loose, and she's getting dressed for her date with the first guy who hated the seagulls. yes, I <laughs> didn't
1: quite like that top, but I was like, I get it good for you, well, also, I think when um Samantha is showing off her girdle, she's wearing those like crazy rainbow socks, yes, <laughs> yes, and I wonder I was like trying to look like. If they, those were those like crazy toe socks that were popular yes. in the 90s.
0: They probably were. And then you get like a little pebble or something stuck in your pinky toe. And you're like,
1: <laughs> I can't get it out. Yeah. I never had any of those.
0: Never either. But they looked super fun.
1: They looked fun. Yeah. I wonder if you can still buy those. I'm sure you can. You can probably. Anything. They would
0: be super fun if they came all the way up mid-thigh. Ooh. I
1: think that'd be fun. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. We can find a pair. I feel like... You can get anything these days. You can. From China. <laughs> I was supposed to say from China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. All right. Well, and finally we've arrived. You're such a You're such a. So now you have to figure out which of the main four characters did you most identify with in this episode?
0: Wow, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Which one of the four I most identify with? The So there's um, Carrie with all the guys saying who's a freak. There's Charlotte with the pussy man. There's the lady with her own body dysmorphia. Samantha. <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> and then there's the, other, uh, uh, what's her face? Miranda, who went on a date and was like, nah. You know, I think I most identify with her because she was like, red flag, I'm out. I do that a lot whenever I sense a red flag from somebody like that. And then people are like, Amber, why did you just leave? And I'm like, I know. I know why. I worked at a weed shop for three days, and I sent some red flags. And I was like, I'm out. It got raided by the police two days later.
1: Yeah, that's good intuition. Yeah. You should always listen to it. (laughs) That's what my yoga classes teach me. Oh, really? Yeah. Which yoga class? I do hot yoga. I love Bikram. I love Bikram. I don't do Bikram. No, oh, I, that's I, a different thing. Oh, yeah, Bikram is like the twenty-six poses, and mm-hmm. I just do—I do vinyasa. It's just like in a hot room. Ooh, that's but but the place I go to does have Bikram classes. I've done Bikram. I just <laughs> those twenty-six poses get on my nerves. Oh yeah, you're you're oh, over and, it, and they never play music. They never play me. I think you're just yeah focused on your own internal pain the whole time. Yeah, no, I need to focus on music <laughs> <laughs> With any kind. Mm. Just not my own thoughts.
0: No, my own thoughts because they get dark. Have you ever been to Yoga to the People in New York City? No. Oh, you gotta go next time you go. I think it's like two dollars for a mat rental, um, and it's a suggested donation of five. Okay. Oftentimes I was very poor, and I would just do the two dollar mat rental. Um, which is also a suggestion, by the way. You could, with your poor ass, go in there and pull out a mat and fring it, you know, and just do it. it's for the people. It's for the people. But it's all, like, Broadway actors and models and dancers. Like, everybody is super young and attractive. Nice. So, yeah. (laughs) It feels like him in that John Travolta movie, you know, where he's, like, swinging his hips. Yeah. It's like that. (laughs) That sounds fun. It's fun. I'm really bad at it. My feet always stink, but, you know, I'm there.
1: I might stick out a little bit, but...
0: No, you'll be great.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, they do yoga a lot on Sex in the City, so if we're both in New York at the same time, we should... um,
0: We should. Do some yoga to the people. (laughs) Yeah. Clean our feet. Get it going.
1: So even though your Manhattan guy was hottie of the week, you're still identifying with Miranda, who (laughs) turned him down. (laughs) Yeah. It's a dual (laughs) soul in my body. (laughs) It's true. I think... I probably identify most with Charlotte in this episode. Because she's getting it done. She's getting it done. And it's like sometimes you want to justify those flings. You know, you just like, I know this is a fling, but like this could be something, right? Yeah. Like I've been there. Especially when the sex is good. Yeah. You'll give up your house. You you want it to be more... You you know it's just denial, right? You know yeah. it's not gonna work. No. But you try and then you fail. Cause I'm I'm sure I've told a lot of guys like stupid camp stories. <sighs> and they were like, Okay, let's get to it. <laughs> oh no. I'm
0: they should have loved it though. But you got a nice man now who loves your camp stories.
1: Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Those camp stories. All right. Well, thank you so much for thank coming for on the show. That's it. All this right. is great. I love Sex and the City. I'm going to watch it now. It's on HBO Go? Yeah, it is on HBO Go. I actually think it's on Amazon Prime, too. Ooh. Because I don't have HBO Go anymore. I have to watch them off uh, this weird DVD set my mom bought me at a yard sale for five bucks. That's
0: great. And you know what? Whenever you get the hardcore thing, then whenever, like— you can't find something to watch or you're on a train, you can just pop the DVD in. It's so true. DVDs mm-hmm. on a plane. Oh, great. Yeah. Better than snakes on a plane. True dat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> Whew. Well, that's the episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank a few people that make the show possible. John Fredette for the awesome music. Check him out at johnfredette.com. Our amazing guest Ember Nelson Nielsen, Terrence Deutsch, producer, and everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook both at Cosmos and the City or on Twitter. Guys, we are on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, go do it right now. Like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows us. To grow, to grow, to get bigger. So if you have any thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., email us at cosmosandhecity at gmail.com. We love, love, love to hear from you. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you next week. Cheers, guys.